Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. The Lamborghini Super Trofeo. On IMSA Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited Network. Green flag is in the air for the second free practice session for the Lamborghini Super Trofeo in beautiful sunshine. Summer weather has arrived in the Finger Lakes region of New York State. Watkins Glen International for the sale in six hours of the Glen at the weekend. And the IMSA Development Series are here in force as well with three of those series backing up a endurance extravaganza this weekend on this classic circuit. This is the second free practice sessions for the Super Trofeo Lamborghini Huracans. Revamped, what, a couple of years ago now into a very, very aggressive-looking package. And they are some of the quickest cars we'll see here this weekend. 38 and a half minutes still on the track for the drivers to play themselves in with all of the details and explaining the... Session as regards to the different classes. Jeremy Shaw, but first, good afternoon, Shea Adam. Thank you. Uh, it's green flag for 18 of the 19 Lamborghinis. Ooh, because, who's missing? Well, the 24, Ron Atpatu, it hasn't been the easiest day for him because he had so many uh, pit lane speed violations in the last session. He has a stop and go holdover from the last one. Mm-hmm. For 15 clicks over the limit. Oops. That's, yeah. And that was the fourth violation that he had over the course of the 40-minute session. So they gave him a couple of warnings and then decided, no, no, you're, you're going to stay tight for a couple minutes. There's also a penalty for the 88 Jonathan Hirschberg starting the session for that LB Cup contender car for a 8 kph over the limit drive through And that just happened, though. So, is that, though, how much... So we, we don't know, but how much is that the team not setting it right? It doesn't change. The pit lane speed doesn't change. Let's put it... Mr. Race, or is that driver thumb error? Yeah, let's put it this Finger way. trouble. Um, for some of the cars, it happens two or three times during a session. The speed is never the same, and it's never a situation where necessarily... They get it every time it pit in. Sometimes it's pit in. Pit sometimes out. it's yeah. pit out. Sometimes it's leaving the box. Sometimes it's coming into the box. There's a lot to do. And your finger doesn't always hit the right button when you go for the pit lane speed limiter. Sometimes you hit the drinks bottle and get sprayed with a bit of water in your mouth instead. <laughs> uh, our second voice on the afternoon session is Jeremy Shaw. Good afternoon, Jeremy. What a great sight and sound these Lamborghini Huracan Super Trofeos are. Yeah, they are pretty cool, aren't they? Uh, singing along these V10s, uh, glorious sounding engines, and uh, what a perfect day it is here at Watkins Glen International, particularly from our 
our perch high atop the grandstand here overlooking the pits and if you get distracted we look away to our left and we see Seneca Lake we look uh, across and we see all the just the rolling hills of the Finger Lakes country here in upstate New York it's just a, a glorious place to be uh, but oh but there are race cars on the track you're absolutely right uh, but once again Shay we're seeing all these penalties we seem to have an inordinate number of penalties uh. today and it's it's um it's got to be I guess it's keeping the guys, guys and ladies in, in race control busy. Yeah, well, keeping everybody on their toes for sure. Todd Snyder, the race director of this particular series. Um, Red Flag is already out, so they are already busy. The ladies and gents a couple of doors down from us. And hello to everybody in there. Uh, we really do appreciate all that you guys do for the sport. Car 1 is stopped on course at Turn 1A. So, Jeremy, if we lean forward just enough, we should see a black and blue Lamborghini just sort of at the exit of turn one. And I'm seeing the safety truck, and it's just gone behind the bleachers, so we can no longer see it. But the car number one, that being the um, precision team, uh, the uh, excuse me, the team of Wayne Taylor Racing, the champions a couple of years ago in that number one prestige performance sandy mitchell and andrea amici sharing the car this year listed as sandy mitchell having taken the car out of the pit lane didn't actually get around to put a lap together so that will be uh that for at least a an exciting start to the session and then sort of lulled yeah he was just starting his his first flying lap wasn't he, he completed yeah. one lap uh, and was just going on to his second lap. So whether he's uh, looped it down there in turn one, whether he's had a mechanical problem, as you say, we can't uh, quite yeah. see it from our vantage point with those uh, bleachers in the way. But uh, hopefully it's not too damaging. Sandy Mitchell, who knows his way around a Lamborghini, raced them last year in Blancpain, doing it again this year. And then, of course, the full season here in the States, too. They did, that number one car, make it onto the podium at Barber in the first race, but then not in the second. So car eight has now also received a pit lane speeding penalty. And I did get us clarification on this, Jeremy. On the timing screen, M. Melsom is what it says. Right. It is Mel Johnson. He has a crazy sense of humor. And sometimes he lists his names as... Uh, M. Melsom or J. Melsom. He just mixes up the letters in his name just for a laugh. Right. And the crew guys said, we don't question it. I mean, he wants his name <laughs> to be something different on the car. He's still writing the paycheck. The paycheck still coming. The golden <laughs> rule. Exactly. Is. The gold rule. customer is always right. The golden rule is the man with the gold rules. <laughs> yep. He wants Dave Miggins on the side yep. or the great god Rusty. Who cares? His team, uh, GMG Racing, also with a good sense of humor and uh, they came into Marion's earlier on. A, a former champion racing alumni actually came in, and uh, Showtime was asking about a couple of bags of ice. And I said, "Um, do you have somebody different in your car this weekend? Because that car is leading the LB Cup Championship coming in." And he said, "That's just Mel. Sometimes he races as Mel. Sometimes he mixes it up." Uh, so answers on a postcard then to what you could actually spell out of his name. Ooh, like Tom Marvolo Riddle into I Am Lord Voldemort. That would be fun. Anagram magic, and Jeremy is working on it already. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep them clean, though, people, please. Keep yep. them clean. Red Tweet flag, us. then, with half an hour still to go. And uh, 
This, of course, mean... Now, what does this mean, Chef, for anybody who's got the stop and go who hasn't taken them yet? They can't take it under a red flag, presumably. Nope. If you made it into the pit lane before the red flag came out, you're good. But I don't think that happened because 24, which is Ron Adapachi, never actually left the pit lane. At least we didn't see him leave the pit lane. It wasn't reflected on timing and scoring. Or was it? Let's see. Uh, No, he is the only car who did not actually go out in the bright green and yellow Lamborghini. By the way, hello to Melanie Snow. She is here this weekend and cheering on her son, McKay. Her other son, Madison, is off in the west of Canada right now. The wrong part of Canada, but off having a little bit of fun. The champion of this series last year was Madison, but Melanie here supporting McKay. What's so, Madison doing over there? Hiking. Is he? Enjoying oh, cool. a weekend with friends. Cool. Very nice. Only four cars actually got to set a lap time before the red flag came out. So we're going to have a lot of really antsy drivers sitting in their machines in the pit lane. Brandon Godovic, who is on a good one for the 46 PPM machine. That's the red and black Lamborghini that he shares with Connor Daly. We had Cedric Spears Wally, the dream racing machine, number 27. Good second sector there. And Jake Edson, once again, just putting it all together. And nailing the third sector. So four different categories of cars in this Lamborghini Super Trofeo series. You've got Pro, Pro Am, Am, and LB Cup. But all of the cars, all 19 of them, are the same. Change the wing angles, change the dive planes, change your tire pressures. But there's no magic button that makes any car get the uh, Super Mario Kart star power to go suddenly super fast and run through everybody without damaging yourself. You just have to outdrive them. I do like that. Something really basic about that. To be the best driver, to be the champion at the end of it, you have to be the best driver. You don't necessarily have to have the best car. Helps if you have the best car. Always helps, doesn't it? <laughs> Always does. It makes things a lot easier. Yes, ask anybody in Formula One. Yeah. No, it's a shame, but... Oh, did I hear an engine firing? I heard an engine firing. No, sort of a false alarm, I think. Mm. So this is a fairly lengthy stoppage, so once... uh, Hmm. That would lead one to to surmise that perhaps that car did make some contact with something solid rather than just grinding to a halt. That would be a great shame. Uh, You were talking about... Sandy Mitchell, a very mm-hmm. talented youngster, as you say, just 19 years of age. You were talking about him just a few minutes ago from Forfar in Scotland. And there are the, there is the uh, green flag, so we are getting going again. That's great news. We're just under half an hour remaining in this 45-minute session. But for, for Sandy, you know, he, he started off, as most kids do, in karting and then moved into open-wheel racing. He finished seventh in the 2015 MSA championship in the UK, which is Formula 4 in the UK. That was the beginnings of Formula 4. He had a couple of wins, and he was second in the in the rookie points behind Dan, Daniel Tictum, who, yeah. uh, well, is or was, I'm not quite sure. I just saw a, a quick note today. Has he, has he been dropped from the uh, Super Formula Series? He was certainly part of Red Bull Junior for last year in this, but I thought I saw a, a uh, 
No, they haven't been lost. But t- clearly, uh, you know, Daniel t- t- Tickton is one of the b- most highly rated of the UK youngsters at the moment in, in open wheel racing. So uh, Sandy th- then then looked towards, as you say, looked towards uh, sports cars. Mm. Uh, and he his first season of British GT, he finished third in the championship in the McLaren. was mm-hmm. a, a McLaren young driver for a while. But as you say, got the opportunity to join the, the Lamborghini program. And that's what brings him here to the States for the very first time. Knock Hill, uh, is that the track that Rory Butcher is associated with? Yeah. thought so. Another good Scottish driver. It's a mini Nürburgring. Think of it as a Nürburgring that's been shrunk in the wash. It's only just over two miles around, but it has the same sort of rises and falls and tight. And it's, um, no, the Nürburgring only has about 75. Um, but it, just think of it as a as a small part of the Nürburgring in Scotland it's an extraordinary place unbelievable for bike racing pretty good for car racing but actually a very very good bike racing circuit I've been round there a few times on two on four wheels never raced there um, but had some fun around there in various bits and pieces and one of the few racetracks that's licensed to drive in either direction correct absolutely true and the other thing that I've seen there which is very unusual and I don't think happens anymore I've seen mixed racing there Back in the days of uh, oh, yeah. where we had a combined race with uh, cars combined and Combined race? <gasps> no, no, sorry, not a combined race. A combined <laughs> race meeting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. we, we had cars in the morning, sure. uh, bike race over lunchtime and in the early afternoon, then back the cars again in the afternoon. Yeah, Both of them on track at the same time. I, I was yeah. in the same mentality. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's all right, though. The bikes were going direction. one way. <laughs> the cars were going in the other. Right? That, <laughs> Love you'd pay to see that, wouldn't you? Love Demolition <laughs> Derby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Not, oh dear. Hey, it's Scotland. I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a magnificent uh. place. You drive uh, past Edinburgh over the uh, Forth, and uh, mm. on a lovely day, you can see down into the Firth of Forth and see the Forth Road Bridge in the distance. Mm. Um, Eve's sister. Yeah, I've seen the photos. Not too far. Been. Got, to, got to fix that. Oh, it's, mm. Jeremy, you would love it. It is an old school proper yeah. race track with the grass right up to the edge of the track. Yeah. A few gravel traps here and there. Back in the days when the classic touring cars used to support British touring cars, the big Camaros and various things coming up, it's quite a steep climb at the start-finish line, and the the classic touring cars would be accelerating so hard up there. This was in the Super Touring era, the Super 2000 era, and the classic touring cars would get airborne off the top, all four wheels off the top, again, just like the Nürburgring, and then dropping down into the S's. It's not kill because you knock... Everything your head off. against the roof yeah. when you come back down over and the it hill. is halfway up the hill and there's, there's the, the rest of the hill goes up uh, on the wow. far side of the track and there's some fabulous places to park hmm. where you can park up and look right down uh, on there on the grass bank side nowhere better to be on a lovely sun, summer, oh, summer's cool. day sounds great it, it, it is very good just up uh, beyond Dunfermline area um, in Fife great yeah. great place to yeah, go and, and wow. far then where Sandy Mitchell's from yeah um yeah. Yeah, not too far away from there. Not mm. too four far. Uh, four, <laughs> from four yeah. far, right. Four far and Fife. Uh, playing. Seven years ago. <laughs> that's a relatively local derby in Scotland. <sighs> that, that's the worst. If you're doing a voiceover of the football results, <laughs> the last thing you need is four, four, five, five, four. 
<laughs> in a high-scoring game. Full-far athletic, isn't it? It is full-far athletic, well done. And bringing it back to Watkins Glen International. <laughs> Thank you, Shay. You're welcome. So early so in car, the week. Car number 22, which is Ryan Hardwick. I'll leave now. And I'm I, a bad influence. No, no, no. no, no please stay there. Uh, Ryan Hardwick, who is getting extra track time this weekend by running in this series, as well as running in the sale in six hours. He's going to be a tired puppy on Monday. Oh, my goodness. Uh, sharing a car with... Uh, Mr. Chad Reed, who we've established a little bit earlier on, very special. Um, I'm really excited to have him here. Welcome to IMSA, Chad. Got to say, uh, super honored to have a champion on two wheels as many times as Chad's has been here. Trying out his hand at something a little bit saner, a four-wheeled 600-plus horsepower Lamborghini. Uh, he is going to be coming back into the pit lane as Ryan Hardwick because... He did a track limits violation at turn five, had his lap violated, and I believe I saw it flash up again. So we will be getting him back in the pit lane eventually. Uh, Ryan, who is sharing a car with Brian Sellers and Corey Lewis in the Salem Six Hours. Corey has gone second fastest. He was the quickest time before that honor was taken away by Brandon Godovic, who is also going to be driving in the Six Hours in PPM's number 47 Lamborghini. And now that honor has been taken away by Cedric Spears Wally, who's gone fastest in the number 27 Dream Racing Machine, who will not be driving in the six hours. So my theme was going there for a little bit. McKay Snow is the fastest car in the AM category. I just want to put that on a hot key and play it back all weekend long in the number 63, fourth fastest car overall. Jake Edson's going to try and do something about that, though. He's the fastest car in Pro-Am in the 0-9. And... In LB Cup, Matt Dickin, who has moved his way up to the head of that class in car number 36. This morning, it was the 43 that was the fastest, but that car has yet to set a representative lap time. And the reason we went to a red flag was car number one. We have not yet seen that car come back out. So a little bit didn't see it come back in either, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, so that's a bit of a mystery there. Unfortunately, their paddock is a little bit further down, so even harder for us to try and stare into the depths of. We can see the uh, MPC paddock very clearly. That'll be quite useful. So, Spirituali then to the top now. 147.1 for Dream Racing Motorsport, kind of a 27. Just uh, three tenths of a second ahead of Brandon Godovic, who's turned a 147.4 for PPM, Precision Performance Motorsports, and that uh, Brandon Godovic sharing the car this weekend with uh, Connor Daly. Good combo, those two. two. Yeah, Jake, Jake Edson's sharing a 0-9 car with Damon Oakey. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you just mention that Jacob's gonna be make, Jake's going to be making his um, WeatherTech debut this weekend? You I did about not. It? Yeah, he's, he's been drafted into the number 47 team. Excellent. And 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 here's a coincidence. So he's driving in the in the in the Lamborghini Super Trofeo for US Race Tronics. Yeah. Uh, and driving in the WeatherTech series for, for PPM. Now they're two respective team principals, Shane Senevaratney from US Race Tronics and uh, Richard Godovic from PPM. Yes. Both had birthdays yesterday. Is that a coincidence? So happy ber- belated birthday, wow. gentlemen. And I uh, hope you had a, a strong weekend. It's a, it's a good week to have a birthday, I, I think. <laughs> so, um, and it's who else? It's somebody else's birthday today, too. Um, I can't remember. We have a lot of birthdays in between 
Canadian Tire Motorsport Park and uh, Lime Rock. There's a lot of birthdays that weekend, too. I did see a reminder today of somebody's birthday. Uh-huh. It's Charlie's tomorrow, yeah. Charlie Luck in uh, the Porsches and Jeff King's oh. is, was a couple of days ago in the Porsches as well. Oh, wow. There's various others which we'll get to in the other series over the weekend. Yeah, we've got a lot of time for all of Tomorrow's that. Tomorrow's definitely a good day to have a birthday. Yeah, well done, Charlie. Tomorrow is, um, or no, on, on Monday is Barbara Burns' birthday as well. We good, love Barb. Good, good class of people in this time of year, I reckon. Exactly. <laughs> Your birthday's coming up, is it not? Yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah. Still no change in the top. Cedric Smirnoff, fastest at number 27. And the best of the AM contenders is now Stephen Agakani in car number 6. Fifth fastest overall at the moment, 148.1, within a second of the quickest time overall. And Stephen, the youngster, just 16 years of age, I mean just 16 years of age, has just turned a purple in sector 1. He's obviously a quick learner. Hmm. Doesn't know fear, Jeremy. Doesn't know what it feels like to hit something really, really hard. So he's not afraid to go flat out. Figure that's what it is. Bruno Jankara yeah. jumps up into the fourth place. Now, he was quickest earlier on in the first session for quite some time. So Mark Akani has found three quarters of a second between this morning and this afternoon in Carnaba 6 in seventh position. Just completed that lap. He didn't actually improve on that lap, so he's not quite got the second and third sectors down. But uh, still, within a second of the fastest time set thus far by Cedric Spirituali. Jake Edson's going well. Taking no time to get up to full speed. No tone of surprise there. No. Good. good. I think the, the other news this week for Jake is Jake Edson is he's been, I think, invited to join the Lamborghini Young Driver program, hasn't he? Oh, wow. Yeah, I believe so. So uh, that's that's extremely good news. Yeah. Who else is improving? Uh, Paul Tracy is not yet out in the number sixty-nine Lamborghini. That's still William Hubble. Um, oh, but an O, an O has appeared next to the number one car, which means that it is back out on the circuit. Sandy Mitchell still behind the wheel of the uh, car that caused the red I doubt flag. It. I think that was the O that was from. No, it it was showing S. It was showing a red S. And then it showed a blue P, and now it's showing. I'm going to keep my eyes keenly peeled for that car, but that's new. Yeah, look, he's got a he's got a sector one time. Good. Yay. Let's see what does come of that machine if it does pop up with sector two as well. Jake Edson trying to take back the fast lap honors the last time he was in the car in this morning session he was the quickest driver out there he's gone overall best sector one personal best sector two and the one is out on the track because it has set a sector two time as well so that is good news a little bit warm out there is it john yep he holds up a uh, an affirmative and jake edson to the top a 146.8 remind me um this morning what, what times were we doing? Uh, fastest time this morning is 146.5. So we're not so, far. No, very good lap time there for Jake Edson. He's, his quickest time this morning was a 147.1. So uh, despite the fact we've got significantly warmer temperatures this afternoon, several drivers, quite a few drivers, making improvements over the time set in the uh, more amenable conditions a little bit earlier hmm. this morning. It is out. The number one goes through and starts its first flying lap. Good news 
for Sandy Mitchell, who was Excellent. so impressive early on when we got the first session started. And it, it was just personal best sector time after sector time. As he was dialing himself in, and the times were really good for Sandy Mitchell this morning. Let's see. Connor Daly is now behind the wheel of the number 46 PPM Lamborghini. Uh, who else has had a driver change? Ashton Harrison is back in the 43. So that's a driver change as well. And still about a two-minute lap time for Ron Adipatu. So that's the same as it was when we last left this morning. Good sound, whoever was just going into turn one, even though they were well off the throttle going into that first corner. It was just a lovely little rumble. Let's see. Who is coming through so that One yellow and black car comes into the pits and another one leaves. Uh, coming in would be ah. Jake, uh, Jake Ebsen, that... Newly livered this weekend, the Vancouver car, the Lamborghini dealers of Vancouver entry for US Race Tronics. He'll be is he hopping out of that car and Damon Oki clambering aboard. Yes, yep. yeah, that gets Jake. And the other yellow and blue car. I think that's the, that's the number twenty-two car. I think isn't it? Got new colours this this. The uh, yellow and blue. Uh, there's and black, a, there's yellow and black. That's twenty-two. Yes, with Mountain yeah. Motorsport written on the side yeah. of it. Yeah, car 69 with a warning for a pit lane speed violation. That would be William Hubble brought the car in. Still showing is in the pit lane, although the driver's side door is open. See if it's Mr. Tracy getting aboard. Or if it'll still be William. We'll be able to find out here in a second. When that car trips the pit exit line. Connor Daly is going quickly. Overall fastest sector one. Sandy Mitchell is moving up the sheets as well as he goes personal bus sector one. And all of the cars are under two minutes now, Jeremy. It's the first time that's happened today. True. 53. M. Melsom, who we now know as Mel Johnson, still leading the championship in the LB Cup class after two wins at Barber Motorsport Park. Currently third in the LB Cup class. And the only car mixing it up with the LB Cups is the Pro-Am entrant of that number 69 of William Hubble. The only Am car not up with the other ones is Sheena Monk in the number 7. And the Pro and Pro-Am are pretty well scattered throughout as Connor Daly jumps to second with that lap. Yeah, lost a bit of time in the third sector, did uh, kind of a 46 Connor Daly, but does uh, improve to second place behind Jake Edson, so 
Team USA Scholarship won two at the moment. Then. Good hey. to see. Uh, Congratulations. 147.027. Happy birthday. Uh, there you go. <laughs> it's Chad Reed in the number 22 now. So Ryan Hardwick has handed over to his fellow adventure sport junkie. As, uh-oh, the number one is showing is stopped out on course again, Jeremy. There's a number, uh, an S, red S next to that number one. And yeah, then a couple maybe. of cars diving into the pit lane. Well, the good news is that car got going again, so it clearly wasn't a, an accident that we kind of feared yeah. earlier on. Connor so Daly's maybe there's on some sort of a uh, intermittent problem, perhaps, with that number one car. Mm. I think race control, if anything, is waiting for... Oh, no, he has made it back to the pit lane. The number one crawling in. Now, is that a left rear issue on that car? The tire looks like it's perhaps sticking out a little bit further than normally would expect. I think it's a left rear puncture, perhaps. The tire... Yes, it is down. Left rear has gone down on that car. Excellent job by Sandy Mitchell to bring the car back into the pit lane. And great job by Race Control to not throw a red flag and cause a premature end to the fast laps that were going on out there. Andrea Amici waiting to get it on board that car. Examining the left rear. So two races this weekend for the Lamborghini Super Trofeo. The first one tomorrow afternoon, the last thing of the day, 4.25 to 5.15 in the afternoon. And then the second race at 10.25 on Saturday morning. So that'll go right up until 11.15. And then they're done. Nice, short, three-day weekend. And then it's a bit of a break for these guys because I think we don't see the Lamborghinis again until Road America. So that'll be a um, month and a week off. Month off, pretty much. They get the month of July. Same will be true for our Porsches as well, the GT3 Cup not joining us north of the border and not joining us in Lime Rock. So see, we just have to enjoy it while we can. Yes, and down to the uh, t 10 minutes to go in, in this session. It's still number 09 car. It remains at the top of the charts. 146.814. The time was set by Jake Edson. It's Damon Oakey at the wheel of that car at the moment. In second position, 147. And that's a Pro-Am car, by the way. Uh, in the uh, fastest in this session so far. Then the three pro contenders. Uh, Connor Daly aboard car number 46 for PPM, a 147.0 as a red flag comes out again. Uh -oh. uh, in third position, Cedric Zbirajwali in the number 27 Dream Racing Motorsport Pro entry. And in fourth position, Patrick Liddy the number 34 Pro entry, uh, Pro-Am entry, excuse me, that's a good point. Hmm. It's listed a pro again now. It was a pro in the first race of the season. Then it was listed on the entry list as a pro-am, but now showing up as a pro hmm. in uh, car number 34. That's another of the... That's interesting. 
Patrick Liddy and D. Bryce Miller sharing that car for U.S. Racetronics. Yeah, I have them down as a pro-am as well. Uh, the red flag, by the way, is for car 08. That is Mel Johnson, or M. Melsom if you're looking at a timing screen. Off the course at turn 8. So turn 8 being quite popular today for an off-track excursion location, unfortunately. And Mel leading the championship coming into this weekend. Eight and a half minutes, just under, remaining in this session. Looks like nobody's was on a super fast lap, so at least it was a good time for that to happen. Nobody had their lap spoiled by the red flag coming out. I'm sure a few drivers will still look in the big driver book, driver excuse handbook, and say, oh, I was going to go to the fast, the top of the charts on that one, and then the red flag came out. Really? You were three seconds off in sector one? Yeah, but I was going to make it all back up. John mentioned at the start of this session the fastest cars in a straight line that we are likely to see this weekend. Well, we saw some impressive times earlier on for the fastest car in AM so far. Stephen Akakani, who's holds right now the fastest trap speed of all the cars out there. 169.8 miles per hour. That is not exactly hanging about. Just a tick under 170. And that's when you're not even at your peak speed. That's just accelerating before you jam on the brakes as hard as humanly possible to come to a, well, an arrested momentum to go through the bus stop. And car 88, which is Jeffrey Chang, has had turn eight track limits. So the point at which the 08 is off from lap 10, which would have been his... Lap last time around. Six minutes and 45 seconds to go. Let's see if they're lining up at the pit exit. Yep, they are. To their credit, they're not just phoning it in. John, do you have the pit mic open? Thank you. So red flag for Mel Johnson off at turn eight. Six minutes to go. There's a long line at the pit exit waiting for an opportunity to go back out and set one or two fast laps. But that opportunity quickly dwindling as time counts down. We do have a schedule to stick to. And this practice session, which is 40 minutes, is not 40 minutes of guaranteed run time. It's 40 minutes of time on the clock. Do with it as you please. And if you keep it on the track, then we stay green. So it's sort of a mutual agreement between everybody. We've had a couple of red flags so far this weekend. And just looking back up over the hill, still not seeing... Oh, there it is. There's the tow truck with a Lamborghini on the back of it. So if it is the same as it was during the Porsche session, we should be going green within about a minute. And let's see, is the green flag even being looked at yet? Is it being acknowledged? Not by our salty sea captain. Not yet. 
When it's not raining, is he still a salty sea captain? Yeah. Green flag back out. So we will be getting a few more minutes, about five minutes to go in this one. So who will be the first taker? Well, I believe that was McKay Snow who went to be the first car in line to try and get back out on the circuit with nobody in front of him to reclaim the honor of being the fastest AM car. And indeed, McKay Snow is out. Patrick Liddy is out in the 34. Brad Baker in the 53. Cameron Castles in the 33. Paul Tracy in the 69. Matt Dickin in the 36, Cedric Spiruswali in the 27, uh, Andrea Amici in the number one machine that came back into the pit lane with the left rear that was well down. Sheena Monk is now out in the number seven. Uh, Randy Solari in the three. How about this? I'll tell you the three cars that have not yet gone back out aside from uh, Mel Johnson. We have not seen Ashton Harrison in the number 43, Ron Atapatu in the 24, or Connor Daly in the 46. But I don't see any of those three cars sitting in their pit boxes. So I would imagine that they'll be going out to join the fun and it will be a full track for this last five minutes of running. Lap time improvement? Are you feeling it? You think it's going to happen? Oh, I think you might be right. Yeah. It's gotten cloudy, which is going to help cool it down slightly, so the tires will be a little bit happier. Nobody would have bothered stickering up, putting on brand new tires, because you don't want to waste any of your allotment over the course of the weekend, but that would have given them just enough time for the temperature to come out. Just enough time perhaps for things to cool down enough. And you can have one good shot at a mock quality run. Three minutes left on the clock as the first car is round the final turn. First one is McKay Snow, and he has nobody in front of him. And Paul Tracy behind him. Oh, good grief. That would scare the living daylights out of me. If I look back at my rearview mirror, and there's Paul Tracy in a nice gold Lamborghini looming large. They'll all get two laps. Let's see... That's Matt Dickin coming across the line. The Strategic Wealth Lamborghini, the number 36. The 27 of Cedric Spiriswali. Two minutes and 22 seconds to go. Who is going to make a difference here? Well, McKay Snow is on a better lap. Personal best sector one. Paul Tracy is trying to pull the Pro-Am car of uh, the number 69 up into the ranks with the other Pro-Am cars. There's a Pro-Am car fastest, so why can't Paul Tracy go fastest? That's what he's working on. McKay Snow currently in Sector 2. A quick time around there, about 43 seconds. So we'll have to wait and see what McKay and Paul both can do. Sheena Monk with a really good Sector 1 time, actually. Goes personal best in two tenths faster than Paul Tracy. McKay Snow, personal best Sector 2. So number one car is back out again, uh, Ermici, having had that second um, Having had the puncture. Yeah, unplanned yeah. visit to pit lane. Corey Lewis is on a good lap too. As Randy Soleri has his lap time invalidated for track limits at turn one. Using a little bit too much of the exit curb. As it goes quiet, the car is funneling their way back around the track. Out of turn 11 comes McKay Snow, and he comes onto the front straight. 
What is his time? Is it good enough to move him up from eighth overall and second in class? It is. It's good enough for fifth overall and the lead of the class. Paul Tracy jumps up to fourth in Pro-Am and 11th overall. So now all the LB Cup cars are together. What did Sheena Monk do? She still hasn't come through yet. Who else improved? We're waiting on Corey Lewis. Let's see what Corey can do. And nope, still waiting for the white Lamborghini change racing with the golden bull on the side. There's the number six of Stephen Agakani. He cannot respond to what McKay Snow did. Still waiting for Corey. He must have been further back in the queue than I thought he was. There he is. Car number 29 crosses the line and goes to the top. What a lap from Corey Lewis. Personal best sector one, personal best sector two, overall best sector three. 146.803, that's 11 hundredths of a second faster than Damon Oki and, well, Jake Edson's time. In the number 09, and everybody is on their final lap. McKay Snow is on another good one as the checkered flag is waving. Don't think anyone's seen it yet, though. On the racetrack, the first car is Ron Atapatu in that number 24. He's improved his best time by nearly three seconds this session, so a good effort by him. Yeah, and lost a fair bit of time in the final sector on that last lap. Otherwise, uh, he'd been uh, personal best in each of the first two oh. sectors. So uh, uh, certainly moving in the right direction in car number 24. Here's McKay Snow. Does he improve even further? He did pull himself up to fifth. And pulls himself back up to fifth because he'd been dropped down by two other cars. So the AM lead. And it looks like he's going to maintain that. As a couple more cars cross the line. And no improvement there from Bradley Baker or Cameron Castles. Let's see who's next up. That would be the 27, Cedric Spears-Wally. And nope, no change there. He remains fourth. Who was that? That was Andrea Amici. Takes the number one car up to ninth overall. Fifth in the pro category. Number seven crosses the line. Sheena Monk remains fourth in the AM class. Steven Agakani got a toe on that one coming to the start finish line, but no improvement there. We'll stay second in AM. The 09 Damon Oki will stay second. As Corey Lewis goes even faster that lap around 146.5. So he took three-tenths off of his own best time. Great effort by Corey. My goodness, somebody must have said something really mean about his mom to get him all kinds of riled up for that one. Still waiting on Connor Daly to see the checkered flag. I believe he's the last car, and he will take it in the pit lane. So the fastest car for this session in pro and overall, Corey Lewis. Fastest car second and in pro-am was Damon Oki, but that was Jake Edson who set the time about a quarter second slower than what Corey Lewis did in the 29, the car that he shares with Richie Antonucci. In AM, the best time, McKay Snow in car number 63, the AM class car fifth overall. And the best time in LB Cup, once again, was Ashton Harrison who saw the checkered flag in the pit lane. The LB Cup car 14th was that best class. Thank you, Shay. Jeremy, uh, good stuff and fantastic sounds and uh, pictures being drawn with words there. But the car's looking absolutely superb in the afternoon sunshine here for the Lamborghini Super Trophy here at Watkins Glen. 
Uh, they will be back out on the circuit tomorrow, qualifying and, of course, two races across this seal and six hours at the Glen weekend. And we'll have that race, both of those races, live in sound and vision via IMSA Radio and IMSA TV teamed up together. So make sure you don't miss that because it's always a spectacle. The Lamborghini Super Trophy are live throughout the season on IMSA Radio. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.